you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. All right. Hey, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. It's me, DJ Impact. I got Simon Street. It is just us two. We don't have Matt just Michaels. The two of us. <laughs> exactly. We don't have Matt Michaels and Sin City Steve. This is a uh, we record on Sundays, and this is a uh, Super Bowl night. So uh, they're probably drunk out in these streets, you know, or they could be crying because they lost money, or mm. happy because they won money. I don't know. You know, this game could have went either way. So you know. Anyway, they didn't, they, they didn't lose big like Drake. Didn't Drake bet a billion dollar bet on uh, the Eagles? Did he? The Eagles? I don't know. I have to look and see. I know so everybody talking about what Drake dropping on the oh, bets. Man, wow, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> oh, that's, that's nothing. He's he spent more that more money at the strip clubs than he do probably that that betting booth. Yeah, well, that's probably true. Oh man. Hey, anyway, welcome. This is our three count. This is where we come up with uh, three topics that we found on aligned, and we're going to discuss it. If you're watching this live, make sure you throw your comments in the box for YouTube Live, Facebook Live, or Twitch, either one. And if you download the podcast, thank you for downloading and listening. And um, yeah, man, let's get right to the three count. It's time. Biggest bad boys of podcasting present. One, two, three. Count talk. Count talk, baby. All right. Here is our first count. One. And this one is, he's telling you right there. Nick Khan's recent comments confirm WWE is sold According to Veteran. Now, this is from sportskeeda.com, and this is how it read. And shout out to John. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. All right. It reads like this Vince Russo feels Nick Khan's recent comments about a potential WWE sale not being a lengthy process suggests the company might have been sold already. Since Vince McMahon returned to the global juggernaut as the executive chairman, there's been chatter about WWE possibly being sold. McMahon even said that the purpose behind his return was to negotiate the company's upcoming media rights deal and explore a potential sale. Now, a few days ago, WWE CEO Nick Khan also revealed that the company could get sold within three months. Now, speaking on Sports Keto Wrestling, the wrestling outlaws, Vince Russo, bemoaned how Nick Khan's comment flew under the radar. Russo think that Khan's comment have made it clear that the promotion might have found a buyer. This is the quote. We are going to talk about Nick Khan. I can't believe how people have just glossed over this. And I'm like, are you people brain dead? 
Listen closely to what Nick Khan said in an interview a couple of days ago. Here's what he said. So what would the process of WWE being sold look like? Khan revealed. Had those involved in the potential transactions are just starting now to solidify a deal, end quote, said Vince Russo. Now, furthermore, the wrestling veteran explained that the fact that Nick Khan pointed out that a sale should not be a, quote, lengthy process, end quote, means the sale process is underway. This is a quote. That means there's a deal, guys. He's telling you right there. There is a deal that is being solidified, and you know what he said after that. It should not be a lengthy process. There is a sale in place right there, added Vince Russo. Now, uh, it also says that WWE veteran Vince Russo wants more people to discuss Nick Khan's comments, and it goes like this. Furthermore, Russo blasted wrestling media for not digging into Nick Khan's comments where he made some big revelations about WWE sale. He slammed the media for being more concerned about whatever's planned for SmackDown. Quote, this is like free agents of sports. You make a deal and then you got to take the physical. That's what solidifying a deal means. It means there's a deal in place. We are dotting the I's and crossing the T's and it should not take long. Not one freaking person is pulling that out of this interview. They are more concerned about what's on SmackDown Friday, end quote, said Russo. Now, Netflix, Disney, Fox, and Amazon, among others, are some of the potential candidates who are eyeing to acquire the global uh, juggernaut. And that's how that story reads. All right. I'll just go right over to you. Simon Street on this one. Uh, Russo says, guys, you, you didn't hear what Nick Khan said. He's pretty much telling you it's already sold. Do you believe, do you hear what Russo is saying here? Or you think Russo is just trying to pull some words together, you know, to say, hey, I, came up with this conclusion. <laughs> well, I, you know what? The one thing I will say about Russo is, you know, out of the many people who claim to have inside information, he has the better track record. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. You can go back and look at and research it out of you know, all these people. But I think there's a merit to this. And the reason why a lot of it has to do with other interviews Nick Khan has gone in and has said things that the plan was for uh, Vince McMahon to come back the whole time. And that was to conclude what was already planned before these allegations and stuff came out. I mean, I, we've talked about this before. But my point is, is Nick Khan knows what he's doing. And in the business that he comes from, being uh, an agent, because that's where he began, you got to strike when the iron is hot. And right now, WWE product is a hot ticket. It's white hot, people ready, locked and loaded, ready to go. And if you look at a lot of these streaming sites or a lot of these companies that have strong streaming sites, they're looking to pivot because right now it's a race to who has the better streaming platform, who has the most content on their platform. So for me personally, I think that Russo was right on it. There probably is already a deal in place. Now you would be an idiot if you bought WWE and didn't have a streaming platform. That would be stupid. It would it'd be like buying a car, but you ain't got a license. If there you was a I'm deal, if there was already a deal placed and it, it already happened, then, I mean, why would we not know who this buyer is? I mean, how does something like that stay secret? I mean, isn't, I mean, all these people are pretty much uh, have investors and it's, it should be public information. We should kind of know if one of them now is, is adding this company to the book, such a big purchase. 
I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm that's not I'm, abnormal. That's not okay. abnormal. In okay. this past year, we've seen a lot of big companies. I know for us gamers, we're, we're still waiting for uh, Blizzard to be finalized. But even in the beginnings of that, before Microsoft basically said they were going to buy it, there were so many names like Apple Games that was coming that that were people were bringing up, but we didn't have any real solidified takers. Do you see what I'm saying? So there is that moment in time that almost fits the same timeline, right? But mm -hmm. once it's done, I think that you're not going to know for a month, maybe a month or two, and then all of a sudden, bam, it's already happened. You get Because there's much more into the purchase of something. It's like you don't just sign a contract or like you go to a store and you buy something. There's a lot of things that you have to go through before you can do it. So I definitely believe Nick Khan, if it is done, it happened real quick. And they probably already have somebody already why are we speaking this right now already the finalizing moments of owning wwe and that's big that's what 2.6 bill around there 2.6 billion i thought it was higher than that i thought it might be higher than well that might be what <laughs> mr man taking home all but i know that's a, that's a lot of money <laughs> yeah I, I don't know man uh I, you know I, I think maybe uh you know listen not russo's a fan of the show we uh or if we've had him on uh, a couple of uh, years ago, and he's, he was a great guest. Uh, mm -hmm. I, but I, I don't know if I'm quite ready to say that uh, that there is uh, a deal in place. If there is, I I don't know how you could keep that silent for for some time. Um, I just feel like somewhere it will get out. Um, you know, all, all types of information gets out somehow, <laughs> just like everything else. You know what I mean? And so. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know, but one thing I think we can agree on is that, you know, because Nick said it, Nick Khan, is that they are looking for uh, some buyers and someone will eventually will make that purchase. So it'll be interesting to see. We talked about this last week, but hearing uh, Russo believing that it's already done, that's, um, that's very interesting. Uh, I would tell you this, if – if for some reason it did happen, I, 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 your first clue would probably be is to go look at the, the stock price, see if anything dramatic has happened uh, within the course of when he thinks this has happened uh, a week or two. Has there been is something that uh, dramatically uh, dropped or, or went up or it's just been kind of, you know, up a few points, maybe down a few points. Yeah, you know, I, I would think with something as big as that, you would see something uh, really let take. Let me ask off. you this question, though. But let me ask you this: You talk about the stock market, right? And, they, and, 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 and that's smart to say. But the stock market the operates on smoke, not fire. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's smoke in the air right now. But is anybody gonna say there's real tangible fire? Sorry about that. My mic fell. Yeah, no, I, okay. I, uh. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. This is this is very interesting. We will see um, yeah. you know, where this come about. But uh, <laughs> we they got to do something quick, though, because right now, let me ask you this question. I'll leave it big. Yeah. Right now, in all of the years we've seen WWE, okay. Yeah. Next to what will most of us in our age group say, the attitude era, right? Then that mostly just nostalgia in the age was at. Would you say this is the best we've seen WWE in the past 10, 10 years? Yeah. 15 years. Oh, man, I got to really think. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I mean, just off the top of your head, you ain't got to be definitive. No one's going to call you on it for years. But would you say 12 to, to 15 years, maybe, right? The best we've seen WWE. Yeah. 
Okay, so this shit is hot, hotter than it's ever been. Do you see what I'm saying? Why right. would you not sell while you on top? Make that shit real quick. Right. And, and, and this is not even a question of, you know, should they sell or whatever. What, what we're debating here is, has it sold? Because Nick Khan says, hey, we are maybe two or three months out. I think he threw actually a term three months out. But but our boy here uh, is saying, you know, Russo here is saying it's already sold. It ain't no three months, you know. So I don't well, know. That's why I'm saying, though, right now it's hot. So if something's hot, everybody going to want to buy it. Just, just like what is going to be for uh, Vegas when we have the Super Bowl in 2024. Once them once it's hot, people going they're going to spend the money, right? They're not going to think about it. So I'm saying a lot of these companies that was listed in this article, at least one of them I could tell has been doing cuts like WWE has Netflix. <laughs> I'm, I'm, am, am I lying though? Shit, they they tightening up on the password thing, man. Impact. Yeah. I had to get my own Netflix. I can't share your Netflix no more, man. I'm scared <laughs> when Mark's coming. <laughs> oh man. All right, let's go right over into our count two. And this one says, Tony Khan explains origins of beef with WWE. And this is from WrestlingInc.com. All right, so this is how it reads. Upon the launch of All Elite Wrestling in 2019, the company quickly emerged as a formidable rival to WWE. As the two companies continue to make their plays to get a leg up over each other, some moves have ignited a real, quote, war, end quote, between the promotions, at least in the eyes of AEW President Tony Khan. Now, outside the reports of WWE's alleged contract tampering in an effort to recruit AEW talent, Khan recently spoke about another incident that seemingly sparked the, quote, hatred, end quote, hatred uh, between the two empires. In an interview with... The Dan Lee Batard Show, uh, Khan recounted a 2021 story about WWE President Nick Khan having talks with New Japan Pro Wrestling shortly after the, the Japanese promotion began working with AEW. In response to the interaction between WWE and New Japan, Nick, uh, I mean, Tony Khan asserted his irritation, referring to Nick Khan as, quote, two-faced, end quote. Now, Tony Khan has provided more insight into the situation, quote, I called the New Japan executives and said, is this true? Did WWE call you and try to get you to turn on me? And they said, yeah. And I said, okay. Well, are we still doing the stuff we have planned? He recalled. Because at the time, we had a match set up for Wednesday night, Dynamite, where there was going, going to be a New Japan title match in AEW. It was the first of many of those such matches. Now, New Japan Pro Wrestling told Khan uh, that they didn't, Quote, they, quote, didn't trust, end quote, WWE and wanted to continue working with AEW. Ever since our relationship with New Japan has, oh, this is a quote, I'm sorry. Quote, ever since our relationship with New Japan, it has been incredibly positive, end quote, Khan said. And despite WWE's attempt to, quote, hurt AEW's relationships, end quote, Khan affir affirmed that it's motivated AEW to work even harder. All right. Uh, let me make sure I got that. Okay. Uh, Simon Street. So apparently, <laughs> this is just, I don't know. This is just 
crazy to me. But Tony Khan explains the origins of the beef. He believed that this war somehow came out because Nick wanted to do business with New Japan, and somehow that means I guess he wanted they wanted to war with AEW. Uh, I don't know, man. This has almost seemed like it's more far-reaching than than with uh, Russo saying that it's already sold. I don't know. What's your take on this, man? I mean, is Tony Khan just uh, delusional, or you you think he's got something? Uh, I don't think it's so much as far-reaching as you would think. I do think that regardless of the people or the one individual that's not on the show today that will tell you immediately what it is. In fact, if he was here, I just let him talk because he probably know everything about it. <laughs> but I will say that, that that Tony Khan is in a, a very interesting predicament. You've survived. AEW's been around for what, three, four, four years almost? Four years? Yeah, so it's 2019. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. close. So, So five years is where it's a make or break, right? Because everybody says you want to be a successful company five years, right? Yeah. So I say all of that in the sense of I hope that this is not has legs to it per se, because, you know, it's important that he has good relations with everybody. You see what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of things that he has brought, AEW brand has brought, that is even – gotten stubborn old WWE to change some of the ways they've done things. You know, and Tony Khan is is honestly the most the person responsible for it, right? But do I think this is really going on? Nah, not really. However, again, I'm going to say it again. I hope it's not. Because if it is, you know, there's going to be more to this. Listen to me. What going, back to that, going back to that article, he says he called New Japan executives and asked him, is this true? Did WWE call you and try to get you to turn on me? And they said, yes. Listen to me. First off, let me tell you this. I I would think that, and I could just be wrong, but even if he, whatever talks he had with New Japan, even if there was a talk with Nick Khan, and I'm not even saying that's necessarily even true, but let's just say it is. I don't think Nick Khan would would have presented to New Japan, hey, why don't you do something with us and not do anything with them because, like, like why? Like, why would – that's not even good – that's not a good business. It's not something that – that doesn't sound like that Nick would even – like, it's it's just not ethical. Just put it that way. At most – if the conversation happened, Nick maybe is trying to see if there is some sort of relationship that they could have. And based on their talks, they either decided maybe this not for us or, or it is for us. But in terms of them trying to turn New Japan uh, against AEW, it's bullshit. I, 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 I got to call what it is. You know what I mean? And I didn't think he's putting a little bit. And for him to claim that that's when the so-called war started, what war? What war is he in? Because WWE is is not warring with AEW at all. But see, that's why I was saying a little bit earlier that Tony Khan was responsible. I feel, and this is just my opinion, 
that WWE may have had a past working relationship with New Japan from long time ago, Hulk Hogan days, but they weren't actively doing things. Tony Khan comes around and now, you know, he's actually did the forbidden door and really kind of showcasing a relationship. Okay. Now all of a sudden WWE starting to do things for New Japan. So obviously there's something there and maybe he's just a little bit worried because think about it. Okay. For all the things that Matt Michaels does say, he does actually strike some truth to a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And I've even said it myself. I love the product. However, the way it's run is not ideal. Tony Khan is a successful businessman, but way the product is maybe in the long term, just my opinion, could sometimes be questionable. Yes, it's up for him to fix the woes of his illustrious AEW, right? But if this is true, bruh, WWE got that long, that long stroke when it comes to them checks. WWE, right. WWE got that long, uh, you know, you know what, when it come down to that game getting dropped. Tony right. Khan need to just chill back, fall back, wait for a little bit. Let WWE and New Japan or whatever they got going on, let them do that. Don't be starting shit like this, bro. Your company cannot ill afford this type of smoke. I'm being real. Does that not make sense? If this is true. Yeah, it seemed like he's just trying to, th- I don't know. He's created this war. He's always created this war. That's not it's a, a chip war. on his shoulder. And, you know, I, I, I've always thought that AW was just going to just be considered the alternative. And as the alternative, you know what? We don't even care what the other guys are doing. We're not going to say anything about them. We're not going to pick on them. We're not going to make jokes. Just like WWE has mostly done with them. And WWE has almost pretty much made them seem like they don't exist. There's rarely any reference of them at all. In fact, this past week on Raw, I think Cody for the first time had made a comment. Where he, said, he said, hey, when I was with the other company, outside of that, nobody has never said anything else about another company or alluded or make jokes or had any raps come out and, and kick a line. They just totally pretend they didn't exist. So I don't understand why AEW didn't take that same measurement and let the fans, if they want to create that war, let them do it. But don't try to make something pretend like there was something that WWE did to cause some sort of beef between, you know, them and, and, and him. So I don't know, man. I just think that's uh, far fetched. <laughs> I ain't yeah. picking a fight with him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go over there to our count three. Three. Guess this will be a little bit something more fun here. Uh, WWE 2K23 players will have an insane amount of control in WWE Universe mode. This is uh, according to ringsidenews.com. So let's read a little bit of this. And it starts off by saying that the WWE 2K developers made the gaming world explode with the recent announcement of launching their next installment titled WWE 2K23. Now, not only this is looking to be a highly exceptional addition to the video game series, but John Cena would be on the cover. Uh, on the cover, Star had already pumped the fans to be excited about the game launch this year. Moreover, develop, developers also elaborated on the new improvements on the WWE Universe mode recently. Now, the WWE Universe mode is the wrestling game season mode and is equivalent to the season gameplay found in other sports mo- games. The mode allows players to create shows and superstars, battle through legends and stars, and win championships and accolades. 
Over the last few years, the universe mode has gone undergone a lot of changes. It has allowed gamers to assume more control and mold the version of gameplay as per their vision for the WWE universe. So WWE 2K23 will see a new change in the game mode. The players will now have full control over the cutscenes and even book them before matches take place to have complete access to the directions of the ongoing storyline. And WWE 2K3's creator, director, Lionel Jinx, and associate gameplay producer Brian Williams revealed the details. They further elaborated on the cutscene control during a recent interview with Screen Rant. Quote, with Universe, there are some huge improvements that we made here to help tell the story and give users even more control than they've already had, which is crazy to think about, said Jinx. You can, you, you can have actions that you want certain superstars to perform before a match. Like, okay, I want Bobby Lashley to shake hands with MVP before the match. But, I, but at the last second, I want him to punch him. Like, those are actions that you can actually assign to that match and watch those cutscenes play out and see how that kind of dictates your rivalry, end quote. Now, the developers concluded by saying the amount of control on cutscenes on the universe mode that WWE 2K gamers will have in this installment will be insane. Quote, Lionel mentioned it earlier when he was uh, talking about the universe, but I was playing with it and I playing with it. I was playing the game over the past weekend, and I even reached out to our universe designer. Him and those guys have done a tremendous job on Universe this year. The ability because the cutscenes have always been prevalent in the Universe and telling those stories within that mode, said Williams. This year, having the ability to be the ultimate puppet master, where, like Lionel described, being able to scroll through a list of uh, available actions that you want your superstars to do, whether it be respectful at the start of the match or disrespectful at the end. The level of control that the player will have in the universe this year is something that I don't think they are expecting, he adds. I mean, universe already is about control and being able to manipulate everything, but this is a new layer of being able to actually now set and direct certain actions and events to happen. I think for, my, for me, it's a game changer for the mode, and I'm excited for the fans of this mode to get their hands on it because I think the one of those content creators who like to stream the game, they're going to have a field day with this, I think. The fact that it all works as beautiful as it does, I think that it is something that is really going to surprise a lot of people, and I'm really excited about it, end quote. And then it says the video game uh, would include the War Games match for the first time in video game history. Furthermore, WWE 2K23 will be available for the generic public on Friday, March 17th, with the buzz surrounding the launch of the game alongside new improved features. It can surely be one successful installment in 2K history. All right, I know that was pretty long. And um, I tell you this, it's kind of cool seeing uh, my guy, mm -hmm. Ryan Williams, mm -hmm. being named uh, mm -hmm. in the air. We might need to have him on the show. Uh, I'll see if we can get him on so we can talk a little bit about the game, even some more. Um, We've had him on the show before, by the way. Yeah, we have. We haven't had him on for a while, but I'm going to see yeah. if I can reach out to him before the launch in March and uh, see if he can give us some more uh, things to get hyped about in the game. But nevertheless, man, this is uh, this was your article you had pulled uh, actually for last week's show, but we couldn't get to it because there was so much going on. Tell us, what's your thoughts, man? Well, you know what? Uh, I think that they're improving the right things. Uh, I felt that WWE 2K22, which I do own and play uh, 
did the same science of, of improving what needed to be improved. With that in mind, I do play universe mode and there were some things that were a little bit, not lacking, but things that as I was playing it during WWE 2K22 that I felt could have been expanded upon and they have within this article. A lot of it is the script writing. Uh, as you read the example of MVP shaking the hand of somebody but punching them rather. This is amazing and great for uh, something that I think every wrestling fan wants to be able to do. Mm-hmm. They want to have the whole world in their hands. And well, maybe not the world, but the universe in this instance. And that's great. Every facet that you can think of to be able to do this, because what people don't realize is WWE 2K has always been a great simulator. Even back in the day when we had SmackDown, people, what did we do? What did we do, Impact? We simulated the game, right? To wherever we wanted to. We had our championships. We created our own rings. We created our own pay-per-views, right? Yeah. It's about creating moments. And with this, they're taking this up to the next level. I'm super, super excited. I already got the game on pre-order. Going to be playing it March 17th, along with a bunch of other games. But I'm so happy that, again, uh, they're looking and they're listening to the fans. Because when 2K22 came out, people were talking about universe mode like they were impressed with some of the things they kind of added but eh, we want a little bit more they're listening yeah. to the fans and so i would say at the end of the day again like they said earlier streaming right like i do a little streaming on the side i've never really have taken the opportunity to stream a 2k game or wwe 2k22 but i might very well do this with 2k23 imagine creating your own pay-per-view show and you're streaming it on your channel your own very own raw or your created show you have full yeah. control. Think about the shit that we bitch and complain as wrestling fans. Now you right. can't because you are in control. You are the Vince McMahon, per se. Uh, so I'm super excited about it. Also, too, a lot of things have been changed, uh, been updated for the game as well. Um, it's white hot. It's coming through. Uh, I'm going to try and find a way to make uh, time in my busy schedule watching wrestling, working, and children and whatnot to make time to play this game. I will get it on PlayStation 5, and I will play it. And hopefully anybody who's watching the game, uh, you know, send out your game gamer tags. So as we get close, uh, I have some some friendly competition to to yeah, man. You gotta throw your gamer tag out there so you can. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. But I don't want no trolls or nothing like that because I like <laughs> you. Nah, I ain't gonna like that. You you go say it. Yeah, well, shout out to uh, uh, Micah who's hanging out with us tonight. He's uh he says that he's got 22 and and um and he's got to get that that 23 when it comes out and um man um that's what's yeah. up man i Can think i pose one question to anybody that's listening particularly mike since you're listening real quick what version you going to buy are you going to buy the deluxe version or are you going to buy the standard version if he chimes in cool if not be yeah he'll try he even gave his uh his, you already put the game attack. All right. <laughs> so there you go, man. He, he said he's ready. He's, he's ready. ready. You know. But, but look, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna be on, on point. Hey, you just better make sure though that if you, you if you're gonna talk all that mess, that you just better be able to back it up. You know what I mean? Especially well, even if I do lose, I'll just say I've been playing GZ Impact for the longest time. So I thought I was the GOAT, but apparently <laughs> I was a joke. So I need yeah. to step up my competition. I definitely haven't played a, uh, a, a a game in a long time. I'm very uh, embarrassed. The last time I played a WWE game was it uh, was it at SmackDown on PS2? Oh, please don't say the, that, man. The Rock on the cover. <laughs> look, look, man. 
Look, look, this is what we gotta do. We gotta get we gotta get Mr. Williams on the show. Yeah. And we gotta tell him, like, look, if you can get impact, one of those codes that you give the reviewers, have impact play it. You can go on the show and review. Yeah, you know, I think part of the reason why I stopped playing, and this is probably with any sports games, is the problem is you want to be able to play the game on expert mode. But we and this is I'm talking any sports game from from NBA 2K to Madden, but any export uh, expert more uh, mode that you play, you get your ass beat all the time, and it seems like there's a lot of cheating that goes on from the computer, and because of that, I mean, forget the cheating that goes on online, but when the computer, you know, I'm just like, okay, I'm out. I mean, if I gotta play the beginning mode just to have a good time. Oh, that ain't fun, man. I mean, I want it to be a little bit equal. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what. You're in luck because uh, 2K22 did a lot of things. One and foremost, for for someone like you, I would suggest uh, pick up 22. Hell, even rent it. Uh, Do they still have Redbox? They can still have a Redbox, don't they? Is that still around? Yeah. Go and get your WWE 2K22. Get it out the Redbox. Try it out for 24 hours. Do the Rey Mysterio storyline, and you'll learn all the moves as you go, okay? So that way you're fresh to go. And then before you turn that bad boy back into your red box, go ahead and get online. It's a lot of fun. And it's something that it's they they, they not watered it down, but they found a way so that someone just now picking it up for the first time or maybe in the last couple of years can have fun and be competitive. But as well for those diehard fans that have come up with any iteration. Do you see what I'm saying? So, again... Is something that if that was the magic sauce of the last game. I'm sure with 23 coming out, it's going to be just as much the same, but 10 times doses of better. All right. Well, and Mike, guess what? You can't yeah. see this. <laughs> well, Micah, first off, said you can't rent it from Redbox, but you can from Gamefly. So at least there's there another option out there if you need to do it. So there's something to look forward to. I'm going to work on trying to get Mr. Brian. He's a tough guy to get a hold of, but he sure once, is. once we do, we'll, we'll promote it and have it on because I'm sure. Uh, Micah and maybe some other gamers might want to jump on and um, especially some of our uh, Twitch uh, listeners might want to jump on and ask a question. I mean, hey, this guy right here, he's part of the game maker here. So it'd be great to kind of see the ideas that was put in, in into this game. And uh, we hear it from the, the actual guy who did it. So um, so let's 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 see what we could do. So, man, um, yeah, let's go ahead and ring that bell because uh, we did it. And. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our three counts. And, uh, yeah, man, we did it. I'm going to let you have your final thoughts. But uh, my final thoughts for everybody is have a good week. Hopefully you enjoyed the uh, Super Bowl. Next year is going to be out here in Vegas, so that's going to be cray-cray. Um, but other than that, it was a cool game. It is what it is. You know, shout out to the Chiefs. They won. So, that's that. More importantly, we're still looking forward to the uh, Elimination Chamber this weekend. And, of course, after that, it goes right into uh, Mania. So a lot of excitement is coming. Don't also forget, if you live in Vegas, we got the Impact Wrestling Show going on the 24th, 25th, 26th at uh, Sam's Town. And it's the No Surrender Show. So far, the big main event is going to be uh, Rich Swan and Josh Alexander, but there's a whole lot of different matches that's already been added. I'll probably talk about that next week. So um, 
if you're in town, come to the show. I mean, Impact Wrestling is fun. If you're not familiar with it or you you can't get it on TV, just come and hang out. I mean, if you enjoy wrestling, you're definitely going to enjoy uh, what they're putting on. Tickets are inexpensive. Uh, Friday is the actual pay-per-view. If you go Saturday and Sunday, uh, they're TV tapings. And uh, everyone just likes to have a good time. That's the thing about it. So if you can, try to make some, some plans to come out. All right. Simon Street, what you want to tell the people? Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. We appreciate all the support and love. Uh, if you're new to the show, please come through. Uh, on the Like you said, every week we've got something new from the DeFalco Files to uh, one-off programming that we do, it, as well as Wrestling Talk and Three Count. We love y'all chiming in and talking. We love it because we will mention your banter, and we'll even see it, too, and we'll banter back. With that being said, the greatest glory in living lives not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. And that is a quote by Nelson Mandela. Y'all stay um, fresh. See y'all next time. That's right. That's right. And um, until then, we'll see you next week, hopefully with the whole game. All right. Happy wrestling to you all. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting.